What's up and welcome to Lunchtime in the Lab, your number one gambling podcast for quick picks. Live on YouTube, also live on Twitch today as well. I decided, hey, why not? Why not go live in multiple places if I have the ability to do so? Today's show brought to you by Beer Money Picks, as usual, up 25 units uh, for the month, shooting to hopefully end it at 30 or more. Code LUNCHTIME, all caps, if you want to check it out. Got links in the bottom of the description there. Watching audio wherever you're listening to, I got it somewhere. You'll be able to find it and uh, you know check that out. Today is Saturday, February 24th. Before we get into today's plays, let's take a look back as see how we did yesterday. What's up, buddy? I was gonna say I guarantee my son pops in because my wife's not here and here he is. No, you don't need that. Go, go watch TV. All right. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Got a, got every all kinds of stuff going on here. Got the kid. Got the. All kinds of all kinds of fun all right anyhow here's a recap got it pulled up on the screen here jimmy butler cash just over 10 and a half pretty well no problem ended at 15 before he got ejected i don't know if you've seen that yesterday it kind of seemed like some baloney he was actually one rebound short of a double double which was like plus 580 i had him in a double double little parlay uh luckily uh pods missed from the warriors i would have been pretty mad if he got ejected and missed out on that double double uh, but ended at 15, definitely a trend I think we want to pay attention to. Jimmy was all over it. You know, I didn't love yesterday's slate through an Iowa money line. Uh, they hung tight. They they were they were close, though. They lost 7-5. They were winning, actually, during the first half of the game and, you know, kind of fell apart. College baseball actually kind of took a little bit of a turn yesterday, it seems. Uh, kind of rough. Trey Young, 4 for 13 shooting. Just had a really really bad game so he was not uh not not normal trey young yesterday that's for sure so before we get into today's plays though uh make sure you hit that like button for like i said make sure you hit the subscribe button obviously if you're watching on you know the uh audio side of things you know definitely hit that follow wherever you're watching or come on over to the video side of things uh you know every day we're gonna have a, a different uh you know group and everything like that uh, this is always on demand, though. So if you're watching on the recorded version, thanks so much for popping back in. I can see right now there is uh, not as many people watching as there was yesterday. But, hey, we I've actually had a lot of people watching during the week, so I'm surprised. Uh, but that's certainly okay. Everyone's out doing stuff with their family and everything like that. I am, you know, home with the kids. My son just closed the door, so I'm sure when this podcast is over, there's going to be a mess out in the, the living room. But uh, first play we're going to roll with is... I get used to my buttons here. First play we're going to go with is Paolo Banchero. Uh, another play that's ended up being a little public play. But when you only have three games on the slate, you're going to have some pretty public plays. Uh, so, you know, we're kind of forced to just roll with some stuff. And if a lot of people are on it, hey, like there's a lot of people on it. There's not a lot we can do about that, you know. But uh, in away games, he's over this in six of his last ten. That's what the graph is behind us there. Dang. What? That way. <laughs> there we go. Um, over six of his last 10, but he maintains, uh, you know, you can see he's hitting about 20 points or so on average. So we got a line of 22 and a half. He's clearing 20 about every game, uh, outside of his last, but it was kind of a little bit of like a flu game for him. The Pistons on the year are allowing the seventh most points to power forwards in the league. And in the last seven, they're allowing the second most points last 15. They're allowing the second most points and the Pistons actually match up pretty good with a lot of the other uh, positions on the floor. So Banchero likely has like the best matchup on the court at all times today, which obviously is a great look for us. 
In his last uh, his last game, he only put up 12 points, but he was questionable out of the break, like all game with some kind of illness. So there's a lot of there's a lot of NBA players that were pretty questionable. It seemed like with an illness, but um, he was questionable most of the day with that. Nice pace up spot too. The Pistons play at the seventh fastest pace. And one last little fun fact with uh, Banchero here: on one day of rest, he's averaging 24. It was like 24.1 or something like that. 24 points per game on just one day of rest. So we're talking on a back-to-back here. He's averaging 24 points. So that's pretty – actually, that'd be a no day of rest. Um, so back-to-back's no day. So one day of rest, averaging 24 points. So we got a lot of good things going for us. We've got a pretty good matchup uh, in terms of what they allow to power forwards. We have him on one day of rest having a pretty good average in terms of points. And just in terms of uh, the overall matchup and uh, for the guys that's like on the court, you know, he's got a pretty solid matchup. So rolling with that one, uh, second play, we're going to double, kind of double dip again. Not really double dip. We're going to go back to the well, I guess you call it. We're going to go with Porzingis, one and a half threes and that Celtics money line. We got that at plus 108. Plus 108. Not too bad. Uh, and I'm feeling good about it. Celtics uh, have won now seven straight games on the road and eight of their last 10. They are certainly one of the hottest teams in the league, one of the best teams in the league. So, I mean, that's all I really have to say about that. Porzingis, uh, he is over in six straight and nine of his last 10. That's what that graph is, uh, you know, over my shoulder here. Uh, as you can see, he's doing pretty dang good shooting the shooting the ball there. Um Four straight games away, he is over. He is over two or more threes. And in six games with a win for the Celtics, he is in two or more threes. So we have a quite a few three little trends going for us there. However, there's a nice little fourth one. Porzingis against the Knicks has played 11 times in his career. And he is over this in nine. He's over a nine of 11, including eight straight. Um, and in, let's see, I thought I had a little, oh yeah. And if in six of those, he's had three or more that's came out really bad. Put when push comes to shove or whatever the, the thing is, long story short, Porzingis is really good against the Knicks <laughs> against his old team. You know, uh, I will say though, at first glance, you look at this matchup. Um, if you look at the overall, like yearly stats, the Knicks, it looks like it's going to be a tremendous matchup, right? On paper, the Knicks give up the fourth most threes to center, but that came when Mitchell Robinson was playing. He's obviously now hurt. He's been out for a while. I don't even know if he's coming back, to be honest. I don't even know what's wrong, to be honest. But he, you know, played played a lot of that drop coverage with him, which allowed, you know, big guys that can shoot were able to shoot against him. It's an advantage that we had in the beginning of the year that I definitely took, you know, advantage of plenty of times on this podcast, plenty of times in the Discord with, like, the VIP plays. Uh, but with him out, the Knicks are actually allowing the third least threes to centers in the last seven and the last seven and the last 15. And uh, they get a slight bump up to the sixth least threes in the last 30. So that's not something that really scares me. It's just something to say that he isn't in this absolute smash spot. If you were to look at just year to date numbers, sure. It looks like it's a great matchup, but you have to look at like what players are actually in there. If you make sense, you gotta, you know, use your brain a little bit. Uh, but we have him. Celtics in a great spot. They've been winning, playing great ball away, playing great ball in general. And then you have a spot where he just smashes his old team with the Knicks, uh, going for three plus and six straight games against them. 
We're at nine out of the last 10. He's made at least two, including the six game streak. Love it, especially we can get the plus 108 there for the uh, Porzingis three, oh, two threes and the money line. So we're gonna ride her uh, for our second play there. And then lastly, lastly, kind of the same play though. Uh, you know, when you have a small slate, you kind of have to do your best to, uh, you know, find some value. Uh, so the last play here <coughs> is going to be Anthony Edwards over two and a half threes plus the money line. And I hate to do it. I hate to just take, I mean, I borderline looked at like just taking all three money, like, you know, favorites today is and every, every team should definitely win today. Um, I was prepared to take this line though for Edwards at three and a half and I saw it at two and a half and I was pretty surprised by that, but it's juice to hell not really playable in my opinion i'm not going to give you guys like a minus 160 or something like that which is where you know like porzingis is sitting at uh that's just not the way that we're gonna roll so uh i'm gonna combat it like i said with the money line just like i did with the celtics in terms of the wolves money line uh they're just simply much better 22 wins above 500 compared to the nets who are 13 wins under 500 uh edwards against the nets in his career or at least in his last like four he's had uh over this time, he's had three or more in three of his last four with three, two, three, and four. So one time having a pretty good, you know, outing against them when he had that fourth one there. As you can see, though, going into break, um, looking at the graph over the shoulder here, going into break, he was hot. He was hitting four of his last five. And then out of the break, he put up four, you know, last night. So the guy's been shooting the ball really well. Uh, I mean, he's a fantastic shooter to begin with, dude, super solid guy. Uh, tonight, he faces a Nets team, though. Talk about a good matchup. This is one of those, like, this is one of the spots where he has the perfect matchup. It's really just going to be for him to uh, perform. None of this, like, Porzingis, like, fake on paper kind of looking thing. Um, the Nets that he faces tonight have given up threes to guards um a ton of threes to guards in fact they give up the fourth most threes in general in the last 30 games in the last seven games against shooting guards the nets have given up the most threes at a 5.5 per game clip in the last 15 they've given up the most threes to shooting guards at 4.39 and then the last 30 they have given up the most at a 4.02 obviously that number is going to go down as like the days stretch and get longer like that's just simple math but the fact of the matter is the nets allow a ton of threes and they allow a ton of threes to guards they allow the most threes to point guards on the year if you look at the full year-to-date number so it's not just one of those uh you know like if he ends up running the point for some reason it's fine guards in general have been able to cook the nets uh, we have a favorable line. It's like minus, you know, seven in terms of the Wolves getting that money line. I don't think we see a blowout today, you know, like knock on wood as I normally do. But, uh, I mean, hey, you know, we'll just kind of have to see, you know, what happens or, or whatever. Uh, shout out my boy D-Rock in the chat. But, uh, but yeah, those are going to be our three plays for today. So, unless anybody has anything else, I'm going to roll into the uh, – we're gonna roll into the recap here then and, and just close it out and give you guys your Saturday back and you don't have to spend too much time with me. So for today's episode of Lunchtime in the Lab on February 24th, we're gonna run three plays as usual. Apollo Benchero over 22 and a half points. Porzingis over one and a half threes plus the money line. Get you at about plus 106 or so today. And then Anthony Edwards over two and a half threes 
plus the money line too had to kind of combat it you talked about uh you have a smaller slate you kind of have to get a little creative sometimes and hey i think that's what we did but i think they're great 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 looks go ahead and check back on that recap if you're watching it just on the uh you know the short shorts tiktok or instagram reels version of the show here hop in check out the description of why we like these plays and as always I'm your host, Lunchtime and Lobby, brought to you every day. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to follow me on all social medias at LiveJoeBets, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Lunchtime and Lab here is at Lunchtime in the Lab. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you like the show so you don't miss any in the, in the future. And hit that uh, hit that like button, you know, for me on it, on, on it there too. So I'm going to close it out here though. Uh, DRock. Should we give him a cross-campus collab? I'll tell you what, baseball has scared me a little bit, but I'm sure we can probably find something. We could probably find something. I bet you we can find something. So make sure you guys are following me on Twitter. DRock has been popping in in the chat. Uh, make sure you follow him on Twitter as well. That's certainly the hub that we will operate out of and kind of send some of those other free plays. Um, during football season, I had the graphics and you know can kind of talk about stuff, and it's the best way to interact uh, you know, with me for sure. So check out the outro and I will see you guys back tomorrow. Chase the bay.